very high pitch. It was, yeah. Apologies to everybody's eardrums that have just burst. Not kind of, was it? It's a quick way to get a podcast turned off, isn't it? <laughs> Sorry about that, everybody. Yeah, and I'm back to my normal volume and not some high pitched squeal. Fantastic. Love that for you. Yeah. Happy about that. How's your coffee this morning, Jo? Wonderful. Made it all by myself. You did, didn't you? Yeah. You made tea last night as well, didn't you? I made tea last night and I made coffee. Basically, Phil does a lot of the cooking because it's not that I'm a bad cook, mm. but Phil's just better and enjoys it more. I love cooking. Yeah. I, I, it's not that I don't like cooking, but cooking just makes me a little bit stressed. Why did you say it like that? It's not that I don't like cooking. Just, advertising for a film or something, aren't you? Yeah, I just got a little bit flappy last night, didn't I? You see, what we did was we all went to Wagamama's the other week and um, I had something called a jamboree. And she says we all. I wasn't invited. No, I, I didn't invite Phil that time. Um, yeah, I, I had a chicken teriyaki donberry mm. and I liked it so much that I came back and I was like, Phil, I want to make one of those. And so we had a go last night, didn't we? You did. I did. Hey, do you know what? You smashed it as well. And I made the teriyaki sauce all by myself. Do you know what it was that set the tone for the meal? The, the sauce didn't thicken up like I expected it to. No, then when I walked into the kitchen, all that someone had made Sunday roast. You know, there was just stuff everywhere. I couldn't <laughs> believe it. Should have made chicken, rice and veg. What's going on? It's madness. <laughs> but... It was worth it, especially for Jen, because I did the washing up, but it was worth it because it tasted absolutely incredible, didn't it? It did. It was really nice. I just wish the sauce was a bit thicker. Well, these things I think that's happen. what created a lot of mess. The sauce? Yeah. Potentially. If it wasn't for the sauce, it would have been a very straightforward meal. I think next time I'll just buy it from a packet. I mean, if, oh, right. I, I thought you meant if there wasn't any sauce in it. I was going to say it would literally be chicken with broccoli, <laughs> very bland. carrot and rice. Yeah, terrible. <laughs> that would be a proper bodybuilder. That's all it was, really, wasn't it? Yeah, there was nothing fancy. Spring onions and sesame seeds on top. But the carrots weren't cooked, were they? No. Which I like because I think they have a bigger flavour when they're they raw. They're shredded. When they make dinosaur noises. I think they're a better <laughs> flavour. Yeah. Because I think if you have, like, I don't, I don't mind a cooked carrot, but if you have it shredded and it's cooked, it just goes sloppy and, not sloppy, like floppy and mm. not very nice. Whereas if you have, like, raw carrots, I do think that they taste loads better. Crispy, crispy. I quite like um, broccoli not overcooked as well, and you like a. Uh, very well boiled broccoli, don't you? Yeah, I like it somewhere in between. It was a What's bit that word? Uh, al dente. Al dente. That's how you like it. it? That's always makes. To be fair, that's how you're supposed to eat it because it gets all like if you overboil it, you just kill off all the vitamins and minerals. So. And well, you kill them, but you just boil them out. <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, it tastes so much better when it's not overcooked. Oh, I've just flavor. got a problem with textures. So basically, I've always been a really fussy eater. If you don't know me, I'm very fussy. Actually, I'm not these days, am I? Um, I'm generally all right, but I was really, really, really bad. Like, no fruit, no veg. Probably would just eat chicken, sausage, bacon um, in terms of meat. That's probably it. Mm-hmm. That sounds brilliant. And that probably it. Me <laughs> when I was little. Yeah, <laughs> mixed grill every day. Yeah, but that was it. Probably when I was growing up. Mm. It's all um, changed. All changed now. Eat pretty much every veg going. I don't think there's any that I wouldn't eat. Um, oh, parsnips. Yeah, you don't like parsnips. Oh, you do like aubergine, don't you? I don't mind it. It's not my veg of choice, but I'll eat it. That meal we made about three months ago is hands down one of the worst meals I've ever had in my life. It was like floating rubbers in <laughs> a watery stew. It was absolutely rank, wasn't it? I can't even remember. The aubergine thing. Lots of mind, I think. Okay, yeah, it was absolutely horrible. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, what are we um, chatting about today, JK? I don't know. I'm thinking about food now. I know. I was talking about textures. Oh, right, sorry. Yeah, I, I was just saying the reason I was fussy was a lot of it's to do with textures and smells. Yeah. Like, I don't like a lot of textures of certain foods, so no. that's what 
made me feel safe. Yeah, today, quick and easy hat that turns a bad day into the best day. Also, I don't know what's going on in my voice today. I feel like I've got a bit of like Phoebe when she's got a cold. Phoebe is it Phoebe when she's got a cold? When she was a bit husky and she sings. Monica, isn't it? No, because it's Phoebe who's singing. Oh, that was Monica when she. Monica's good. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. Why have you just took a drink? Did you have it to speak? Oh, sorry. Could I want to hear drink, Jen's drink then as well as the loudest swallow? Sorry. <laughs> 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 so, um, your morning has the power to dictate how your whole day goes. It does. Which you probably heard us talk about a lot because we talk about morning routines and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And that's really good if you do have a positive start to the day. Mm. But what happens when you don't? When that's you're flying around right. the house and everything goes wrong and it's just like one catastrophe after the other, mm. you end up leaving the house before you've even got to work or drop the kids off at school, whatever it may be, feeling stressed, frustrated, and then you end up moving a million miles an hour towards that all infamous sod it I'll start again tomorrow button which isn't very helpful at all and you'll know the mornings that we're on about mm. like maybe you've had one today maybe you've maybe had... you're halfway through one right now <laughs> yeah but these are the kind of days that we're talking about of those bad days they just start off and the moment you wake up it's just like right well I may as well write today off absolutely and if you've got goals that you want to achieve like whether it's losing weight, improving relationship, through anything, any kind of goal, it doesn't even need to be physically related, it could be like something work related or life related, it could be anything, it really isn't blooming helpful is it? No. It's so much harder because you've had a bad start to the day, you've written it off that like, right, I'll start again tomorrow, the problem is if you do it every day, you're not really moving anywhere near towards your goals. I tell you what, I could write today off if I wanted to. Because well, I've woke start. up, no I've woke up a right grunt this morning me. Hey, you've done well though this, this morning. Thank you. Because we've had breakfast, we've written the food list, we've... Uh, had a coffee, we've wrote and we're halfway through recording a podcast. I don't mean to brag, but we've only been up an hour. That's <laughs> a that first start, quarter past seven. Is that it? Yeah. Oh, that's good, isn't it? That's a big start to the day. I'm determined to have an afternoon off, I think. Clearly. <laughs> anyway, Jenny isn't going to write off the day, but if she needs to find a way around that, she can use this quick and simple. I think I need use. to do this today. I mean, I've just described our morning to everyone. It seems like you're absolutely killing. There's not much left. Oh, there. I know, but I'm really grumpy. Like I'm oh. proper tired today. Like. We watched a really good film last night. That we did. Gra- the Grey Man, is it the called? The Grey Man Ryan is fantastic. Ryan really enjoyed that. fantastic, isn't I've it? Not, I've not sat and concentrated on a film in so long. Mm. But anyway, we got so into it, we weren't planning on watching it all because it was quite late when we started watching it. <laughs> Everyone's going to listen to this going, that's not late. <laughs> started watching it like half eight now. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> it finished at like quarter, we are like babies. 11. <laughs> we are literally babies. We go to bed at half nine, ten o'clock. Oh, but I'm... I'm tired now because I'm had a bit of a late one. Yeah, got a late night, <laughs> eleven o'clock. Sorry. I mean, we stayed up in bed reading till half past, didn't we? Yeah, but, but so we're both. This is really sad. We're both reading the same book. We're both in a book club together. <laughs> Fantastic. I'm reading it on my Kindle. Bill's reading it mm. in a real. Oh book. yeah, we don't just sit reading the same book together. <laughs> that would be terrible. That would be a thing. We read it to each other. Yeah. Have you finished your page? No, not yet. Yeah, <laughs> All right, okay. Tell me when you finished, and I'll, I'll turn the page over. Uh, but we're both really enjoying it, aren't we? It's fantastic. And I think we were both shattered last night, but neither of us wanted to stop reading. I could have carried on. It's fantastic. <laughs> anyway, couplet number nine, if you're interested. Yes, not us two. The box call that. <laughs> um, the quick trick um, that 
as Jen has just mentioned, we use it. It works phenomenally well for us. Loads of our clients use it. It works phenomenally well for them. And if either us or them have had a bad start today, it really, really helps people to just kind of turn things around, flip things around. And by the way, it isn't just going, oh, I'm going to have a great day. Like you don't just shout things at yourself or shout to yourself in the mirror. I've heard those things before. Um, it's not that. And it's simply just splitting your day into quarters. Now, there's a really, you don't need to mathematically do this perfectly. So don't panic. It's not now about writing everything out and going, oh, I'll just split this up into four, four blocks to my day. You can do it kind of beforehand because as long as you're aware of this, you, you won't need to do the maths on the day. But let's say, for example, you wake up at 6 a.m. And let's say you didn't watch The Grey Man, so you went to bed at 10 p.m. <laughs> you're up for 16 hours, which means you've got four four hour blocks to your day. So as a very, very quick run through, just so you know, that would be 6 a.m. till 10 a.m. Your second block would start at 10. That'll be till 2. Your third block would start at 2. and That'll be till 6. And then your fourth block of the day will be 6 until 10. Do you know what that breaks up quite nicely, doesn't it? Because when like I think most of us will typically take like most of us will typically take a bit of a lunch break. Mm. But kind of having that ten AM almost like checkpoint mm. creates a little break in the morning. Yes. A two AM checkpoint creates a little break in the afternoon. Mm -hmm. Six PM typically people just probably just either just got home just about to make tea, just finished tea, whatever. Mm. So they're, they're quite nice times to have those little checkpoints, aren't they? It's almost like we've thought this through. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, however, the way it works is really, 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 really simple. So if things aren't going your way by 10 a.m., let's say, for example, you, you've had that morning that Jen's just described perfectly. It's been an absolute shocker. You're in work. You've been in work for a couple of hours. And you're like, this is just not my day. I'm having an absolute shocker. Instead of writing off your whole day and saying, you know what, that's it. I'm done. I'll just start again tomorrow with my weight loss, with food, with whatever it might be. I'm just going to start again tomorrow. Take, during this checkpoint, and it can actually be a good idea to have like an alarm set on your phone or something like that yeah, just to remind definitely. you, saying oh, it's 10 a.m. And you might not need it every day, but at least if it goes off, it gives you a chance just to have a second. Um, and all you need to do is take a minute to 60 to 90 seconds. It really doesn't need to be 5, 10, 20 minutes, anything like that. You've probably not got 5, 10 or 20 minutes at 10 a.m. in the morning anyway. You've probably got 60 to 90 seconds to do this. And it's to simply run through or move through the following flow of really, really, really powerful questions. Can I just interrupt and say you definitely have 60 to 90 seconds? Oh, everybody's got 60 to 90 seconds. Mm -hmm. I have this theory as well anyway about like, when you do actually work for eight hours, no one does eight solid hours of work. You can't, it's impossible. You must stop at some point for like 30 seconds to just daydream. Like, mm -hmm. We're all humans, we all do it. We talk about like productivity and efficiency and stuff. We still daydream for 60 seconds every now and again. Yeah. Sometimes turns it for an hour, don't you? <laughs> and then she has a nap. <laughs> um, but this really simple flow of questions, and again, you can write these down and have them somewhere, and I think that can be just as powerful as well if you've got them somewhere to just look at, is to quite simply, at 10 a.m., just say, is there anything that I can do right now that'll turn the last four hours around? And when we ask that, we mean that immediately. Like, right now, is there anything you can action straight away that will completely turn around the last four hours? If the answer is yes, do it right away. Don't give yourself an opportunity to um and hour about it, think about it, decide how it's going to look, what you're going to just go and do it. Whatever it is, you've got 60 seconds, go and do that thing, whether it's speaking to someone, sending an email, writing something out, whatever it is, do it. If the answer's no, don't. It's as simple as that. Stop thinking about it. And I know people, oh, it's not that simple. It is. Because right now, there's other things that you need to be doing. If you start doing them, you'll stop thinking about that thing. So all you need to do, which actually makes it easier to forget about for a minute, is just note it down so that you can come back to it later on. So whatever it is that you can't do now because the last four hours have been all over the place, write down what that thing is and then later on you can come back to it 
and review it. Do you know what's a really nice tip as well? If you realise that there's something that's taking up a lot of your headspace, but that's not a priority for that day or like that's the thing that's stopping you from doing what you want. I use my journal for this, so I map out my full week. Everyone's probably uses some kind of diary in the workspace. Um, just put it into the day where you do actually need to do it because then mm. you can stop thinking about it. It's Absolutely. been huge for me to just pop it into a day that I know I can do it. And then forget about it then. Such a clever way of forgetting about it until you need to remember it. So that's the first question. Is there anything I can do right away that'll turn around the last four hours? If yes, do it. If not, don't. Note it down. Come back to it whenever you need to come back to it. Like Jen said, that might be in the future. It might be in a month. Could be in a year. Could be tomorrow. Could be later on this evening. Mm-hmm. Second question. What are the exact things I need to do in the next four hours? Now, this is super important. If it's 10 a.m., I don't want you to be writing things down that you're doing at 3 o'clock and 7 p.m. and 10 p.m. and tomorrow afternoon. That can be forgotten about for now. Wait till the end of this four-hour block to plan that. The reason we're doing this is to break things down and make life easier. So I only want you to be, or we only want you to be thinking about 10 a.m. till 2 p.m. What do you actually need to do during those hours? Now, the good thing about this slot is the fact that, as Jen said before, an hour, that's probably dinner, 12 till 1. So you've actually got three hours to think about. Make sure you plan that in. Yes, (laughs) make sure you actually plan in the dinner. Uh, I know too many people that don't have a dinner break it's not impressive. It isn't. You need to have a dinner break. Even if it's just... So when I was teaching, I didn't really have one because it just made my life easier to not. But even then, I got into the habit of literally going to the staff room to eat my dinner at least, which was like 10, 15 minutes, and then I would go and carry on. I just least... impressive and then you said you didn't have one. <laughs> no, it's not impressive. Oh. Like, no, but I, I didn't used to have one. I used to eat whilst I was marking mm. books, but I got to a point where I was like, no, you need to just stop and have a Yeah, drink. you eat like Jen said, even if it's 15 minutes, just stop. Like, just have some time to you where you just eat something and chill out. Um, but in regards to planning the next four hours, that can be anything. Like everything and everything that you would do in the next four hours, whether that's work-related stuff that you need to action. So maybe put in like two to three things that you must do in the next th- uh, three to four hours for work. Um, potentially locking in what it is you're planning to have to eat for dinner because when you've had a busy morning when everything feels all over the place sometimes you just don't want to think at 12 o'clock so actually just going right this is where I'm going to go this is what I'm going to get can really help just to give you a little bit of the ability to work on autopilot so you just go and get what you've already planned in when are you going to move are you going to exercise during this next four hours now of course during the 10 till 2 one you might not but if you're doing 2 till 6 or 6 till 10 you might be you can do this for any of the four hour blocks but now it's just thinking what are the exact things I need to do Now, this is super important that you just get clear on the next four hours. I know I've said it once, but I'll say it again to emphasize it. It's really important that you're focusing on the four hour block, not the day, or else this is pointless. You may as well not do it. We really need to get hyper-focused on what does the next four hours look like, and, and this is the important bit, what do I actually want the next four hours to look like? What is success? How can I define success over the next four hours? Because again, it comes back to the idea of, oh, I've had a terrible four hours. Okay, what did you want it to look like? Well, I don't know. Well, we can't say it was bad if we didn't know what a good version of that was. So we need to be really, 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 really focused on exactly what it is that we want and need to do in the next four hours. And then I think as well, coming in, like, the other kind of side of that is... Oh, sorry. I thought I was going to hiccup. I don't think I am. Is... <laughs> I don't think we're quite built for podcasts, are we? Jen drinks coffee when she's supposed to be talking. Hiccups during her bit. <laughs> Sorry. Speaks high pitch. Basically, Jen's not made for podcasts. I didn't want to say it. (laughs) Phil sometimes, when he doesn't want to call me out on something, refers to it as we. We just need to. Isn't that lovely? No. Because there are times when you say, we just need to do such a thing, and I'm like, do you mean me? (laughs) Anyway, 
once you've kind of had that four hour block, it's so important that you come back to it in four hours time. Was you off? Sorry if everybody can make me moving, but my battery's gonna go on my laptop. <laughs> I, I was like, what, what are you doing? I'm off, I quit. <laughs> um, I don't know what I was saying. Oh, Sorry so when you come back in four hours time. I've not been going that long, have I? <laughs> yeah, see ya. Um, check in with where you're at and what you've done because it's so important to just kind of reflect and not just kind of power through the rest of the day and just give yourself yourself the opportunity to ask those questions again um, after you've done that reflecting. Um, I think that the really nice thing about this is it really reduces stress and overwhelm because it gives you that absolute clarity on what it is that you must do. And we talk about must do's and can do's all of the time, but the must do's are the things that you've just got to get done in this next block of time. But it's also going to help you get more done as well um, because you know exactly what you're doing in that period of time. Um, so you end up stopping that bad day or that bad start becoming a bad day. And then as a result of that, you then end up making better decisions that align with your weight loss goals as well. And actually, we did this the other day, didn't we? So we went to a wedding on Thursday, Phil's friend's wedding on Thursday. We did. And I'm not going to lie, we were both feeling a little ropey on Friday. Mm-hmm. And because we were both a little drunk on Thursday. <laughs> little drunk. But we, um, we had a bit of a slow start, didn't we? Very. Very slow start. Uh, we did a few little bits of work and then we got into a right slump, didn't we? We, we did. were both so motivated. And I think it was about four o'clock where we both caught ourselves. And I think this is the unstrict block time version of it. Mm. And we we decided to go out for a walk, didn't we? We did. And we were just like, do you know what? It's four o'clock. Like, we're not going to bed for another six hours. Like... Mm. We actually said that, didn't we? Yeah. Like, there's so much of the day left. We could do yeah. so... Like, we don't need to overwhelm ourselves, but there's so much we could still get done in the next six hours. So we just got up and went for a walk, didn't we? Yeah, it was fantastic. I really enjoyed myself. We did come back feeling a lot better, and then I think, did we get some tea? Uh, what did we do on... Was it Friday? Oh, we did. We went and got tea as well. We did. We, went, we walked. We got tea. Uh, yeah, we did tons. And I think, it, honestly, it is sometimes... And this is one of the big conversations me and Jen have with pretty much every client we ever work with, and probably always will... The conversations that you have within your head are normal. Like those conversations and those arguments that you have are totally normal. So mm-hmm. if you're kind of sat there and you're like, why do I have to argue with myself? That's because everybody does. You're not wrong. You're not bad. Nobody else is just kind of floating through the day, living the dream. Like everybody's having these little arguments with themselves, aren't they? Do you know what's really funny as well? Because I, I remember saying to you once, like, how did you just do that? Mm-hmm. How did you just like turn it around and, and like change the way you're thinking so quickly? It's like, well, just like, have a little argument with myself. Mm. And it's really funny because Phil's just really good at doing that. Whereas I for a really long time saw that as wrong. Like I shouldn't I shouldn't need to have these arguments with That's myself. That's the difference. That mm-hmm. it's not like nobody's good or bad at it. People just think they shouldn't have to do it. Or not shouldn't have to, but like if they're doing it, they've messed up. Yeah, yeah. It's mm. wrong. Like it should be easier than this. Like but, oh, I had to have an argument with myself to go to the gym, so I just didn't go. I'm but I, I love, I think I've said this before on the podcast, but me and Phil think very differently. Mm. And I think Phil's been amazing for my mental health because 
there'll be times when things happen I'm like what's going on in your head right now that's allowed you to do that Mm. (laughs) because it really interests me because we just think so differently and a lot of times don't we it's usually just me having an argument (laughs) yeah and I think that there's a lot on that I think we could talk about that all day in terms of what we assume is the right thing versus what actually mm-hmm. everybody else is feeling as well. Um, we could do a full podcast on that. I think. And I'm sure we will. <laughs> um, but no, I think it's just recognizing that like there's always so much day left. Like yeah. even if you even if you're catching it at like nine o'clock and you're going to bed at ten, you can still do something positive to end your day. Yeah, you could send a text to someone telling them why you loved them and then you could read a book for 20 minutes and do a facial hygiene routine. Look at all the amazing things you could do in the evening. Yeah, and then you end it in a nice way. Mm. Always time. Always time. All we have is time. All we have is time. Do, 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 do. I don't think that's quite the song. No, it's not. It's Jen's Tell you what, whilst Jen's singing, I'll put you on the spot. Okay. Just to... Um, you lost your other one, didn't you? Nip that one in the bud. Yeah, I had a Kit Kat one. It's gone somewhere. You have to find it. I'll find it. Yeah, Reggie's probably eating it. Because eh. it was in my pocket and it's not now, so he's probably eating it. Boring. I think he has because my jeans were upside down on the radiator where it was in that pocket. Oh. So he's probably falling out and he's gone. That looks tasty. Maybe that's why he's poorly. He's not poorly, he's fantastic. Right, on the spot. If you could ask one person, yeah. dead or alive, one question, who would it be and what would you ask? Oh, I don't like that. Okay. Well, that's a shame. There's far too many people and far too many questions. It's almost like I've asked you an on-the-spot question. No, I can't answer that. All right, see you next week. <laughs> of course you can. That's the purpose of it. I can't wait till next week. Oh, I'm sorry, Jen, can't. That's just too <laughs> difficult. It's just too hard. Sorry. I would ask. Hang on. A second ago, she couldn't think of anyone or anything, and now all of a sudden she knows. I'm just gonna have to pick one and Correct, just roll with it because I could think about this. I could, yeah, but I could think about this for such a long. Time. I don't think you understand the concept of an on-the-spot question, do you? Because we're 85 episodes in and every time I ask you a question, you go, oh, but that's too difficult. Yeah, I know. That's why we do it. Right. If I just went, all right, Jen, what colour's the sky? <laughs> Blue. See you next week. <laughs> it wouldn't be that entertaining. I've got two now. Two what? Two, two people, two questions. Okay. Well, you have to narrow it down then, won't you? Because that's not mm-hmm. last. Right, which one are you choosing? This isn't that entertaining for listeners, I'm not going to lie. You humming. I'm never thinking about other things. No, don't. Uh, well, my head's gone to, like, famous murderers. Wow. And, like, asking... <laughs> How do I get rid of Phil? <laughs> <laughs> asking, like, either them a question or, like, the victims a question. That would be interesting, wouldn't it? I'm very into the human psychologies. Um See where Jen's head goes. No, actually, my head first went to Neil Armstrong. Love that. Man who faked going to the moon. Faked? Oh, do you believe it's real? <laughs> I would ask I just him, like being controversial. I know you got it. I would like to ask him what the moon felt like. Cheese. <laughs> When's the day on it? My second one then went to Princess Diana. Oh. What really happened? How do you know that isn't what really happened? Well, I could ask her. And she felt, oh, no, it's true. Yeah, that's what happened. Okay. That would feel like a wasted question. Yeah, very contra but me to Princess Diana all of us. Well no, if 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 she just told me that Everything's like, true, everything's real. Yeah. Yeah. There was no controversy. Mm. Controversy. Um, controversy. <laughs> I can see where you're going with this. Why is death centering around everything? Oh, because you said someone who was dead or alive. 
And I think it's more interesting to ask a dead person a question because an alive person... Can actually answer you. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I think it's more interesting to ask a dead person a question because there's unanswered questions that can never be answered. That's true. Whereas an alive person, you can... Like, you can ask them a question wherever you want if you can get hold of them. Mm. But, like, a dead person, you, you don't get that opportunity often to ask a dead person a question and get an answer, do you? I'd ask Henry VIII, what's the secret to a long-lasting relationship? <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'd ask. Uh, yeah. So, that's that. they were my two. But then I went on to murderers and wondering if we could ask murderers things. So one of your questions was asking Neil Armstrong what the moon felt like. <laughs> your other question was asking about Princess Diana. Welcome, listeners, to the inside of my head. <laughs> yeah. Sorry that I had to bring you all here. <laughs> Promise I'll try not to do it again. Do you know what it is? It's because I've been listening to a murder podcast. Mm. And it was very inconclusive. And I was thinking, like, I would like to ask the person who went missing where you are. Oh, yeah. That's what I, that's kind of where my head was going because I've been listening to one recently. Yeah. Um, and then I was like, oh, maybe like you could ask them what actually happened. Like, mm. how, how, what, like, are you alive? Are you dead? There's so many of them. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I see why you have to narrow it down. There is. There is. I, initially, I couldn't think of any because I was too overwhelmed by all of the different So things. are you going to stick with one, one person, one question? I think Diana. And, okay. I think that would be the one I would like to know most. Oh, interesting. Like, what really happened? Yeah, that'd be an interesting afternoon, wouldn't it? Me, you, Diana, and Harry. It's such an open-ended question. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's the goal. What really happened? Oh right, that's an open-ended question. Yeah. In my mind. No. Yeah, no, it is absolutely. Yeah, no, I think that's a fantastic. I don't think question. that Henry the Eighth will have a good, solid answer for you. No, I don't think he'll have a clue, will he? <laughs> no idea what he's doing, is it? What's well, a couple that were together for like forever? Um, Phil and Jen. <laughs> oh, no. sorry. It's not podcast episode 500 yet. <laughs> apparently that's how new we're doing. That's only like five years away. <laughs> no, it's not. It's nine years away, no man. Oh. 52 weeks a year. Unless we're we're still doing this in nine years then. What? If we are, I'll come back to this episode where I predicted it to happen. Imagine. <sighs> nine years. Nine years of podcast episodes. I feel like some will replace podcasts by then. Do you think? See, I don't. I think podcast is going to stand the test of time. I like that we came into this in the podcast era and not the YouTube era. Mm, yeah, let's just sit there recording it and we're in pyjamas. <laughs> gotcha. Just ask for an insight into everybody who currently wearing pyjamas. Behind the scenes. Yeah, that's why we start recording them, <laughs> the videos. <laughs> anyway, thank you very much for tuning in. As always, as we always ask, if you've got any subjects you want us to chat about, thank you very much for um, taking the opportunity to let us know because it really, really helps us. But other than that, remember, if you share this, you help someone else and that's really kind of you. So have yourself an incredible, incredible week and we will catch up with you again next week. Thank you so much.